<laughs> Sorry, I just, I'm listening to the sounds of Brandon eating <laughs> or, or whatever he's doing. Why do you think it's me? It's because it's always you. <laughs> Welcome to the Fuck. Goblin Beat <laughs> Goblins Gaming Podcast. Um, Brandon is apparently enjoying some sort of canned meat tonight. I'm not sure. Is it is it like deviled ham or spam or mm, meat? Yeah, yeah, probably meat biscuits. Just uh, just to up his paranoia, you know, because he's gonna eat the jelly. He's gonna eat the jelly on top. That's gonna make him make him super paranoid. <laughs> fitting, because tonight we're gonna be playing paranoia, maybe making characters for paranoia. I'm not really sure yet. Uh, friend computer will let us know um, what we're doing when it's time for us to know. And until then, we should just watch television shows and uh, sing praise songs and about friend computer. Uh, so that's what we'll be doing tonight. Um, I'm Matt. I don't know who I'm playing yet. I haven't scrolled over to the roll 20 page in a minute. Um, probably something like Bob Bob or Al Shabab or, or Bob or something. Oh, we got Bob Bob one. Uh, we got Matt, which I guess is me. <laughs> we got Erwadro <laughs> Hefisic. Ibrio, Eup, and Ilole. This is, uh, I don't know. I don't know if this is Paranoia or Lord of the Rings at this point. Those are, those are all generated names. Nobody's, nobody's done their character yet. <laughs> okay. All right. But, but we were enjoying hearing you struggle through them. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry. A little, a little rusty on my Elvish. Um, we, got, we got all the regular players here tonight. Uh, John, who will be doing something. So yeah, John. yeah. We got we got uh, Brandon B, who will be doing something. Who you've already heard mainly just random noises in the background, but you yeah. know, still it's entertaining. We'll know when he when he's ran out of drinking, he's making a fresh one. We start hearing the ice cubes clink. Um, <laughs> keep it up. You'll and hear Danny it. Wonder. Is, yeah, all right, all right. And Danny's going to be actually playing the game tonight. That's right. Yeah. Is or, the game. So um, and then uh, Brandon H or, or, or B Dog or, or, or Bear Mare or whatever you want to call him. I don't know. He can tell you what he wants to go by. Uh, he'll be running things tonight. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're playing this game Paranoia. Uh, not read the whole thing yet i'm actually only on page 14 of 41 of the first book yeah of the first book which is the paranoia guide to alpha complex which is the setting that we're we're playing in uh, in addition to that the paranoia player's handbook uh which is about 73 pages long which i'm guessing we'll be maybe using to make characters so danny and and um uh, brandon have the most experience with this so maybe uh, if one of them wants to take us through the basics of 
kind of what paranoia is, what the goal is, and what we'll be kind of doing tonight. Just as like reference, so well not reference, but help out in future uh, referring to myself or the other Brandon, just like refer to me as Bogus. <laughs> That's what Danny right. does. Let's call him Bogus. When both of the Brandons are present. That is what I do. All right, so Brandon will be Bogus and Brandon will be Brandon. And that wasn't confusing at all. All hell for a computer. Uh, by the way, who was, who was like banging away on their um, that was Jonathan. computer like it was a rented mule? It was also oh John my Lewis. goodness. Also, some of the sound that you heard earlier when you were blaming on Bogus was also John. I know, I could see who was turning green, but it's just much more fun to blame it on Bogus. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> Look, I got a new keyboard on my laptop so that I can just bang on it as hard as I want. Oh, is do. it a mechanical keyboard so it's even extra clacky when you pound on it? No, no, it's just a standard MacBook Pro top oh, okay. case. I just Ooh, like to, to type to type hard. John just likes bragging about his MacBook Pro. I've got a MacBook Pro. Well, so is mine, it seems. <laughs> All right. Somebody tell us about Paranoia, for God's sakes. All right. So Paranoia is an RPG that was created in 1984. And that's all you need to know. I'm kidding. It won some awards back then, and the very first thing that players of this game need to do is think about all the things they've learned about RPGs over their long and illustrious careers and forget every bit of it. So the game takes place in Alpha Complex, which is a subterranean uh, complex after a kind of whatever post-apocalyptic event forced everything underground. Um, no one knows any life outside of comp- outside of Alpha Complex. Uh, until you achieve certain security clearances, you don't even know that there is such a thing as an outside. Um, players are clones. All, all of mankind are clone kind. Uh, reproduces through cloning. Right, so there is no normal birth. Or, that is that is the normal birth, I guess. So every player comes into existence with uh, six clones. So the first one, the ones you always start playing, the prime, and then five more that can replace it when it inevitably dies. So what you're saying is, don't get too attached to any character. Yes. So un- like like I said about unlearning everything you've ever thought about RPGs, most people are like, oh. They start out with this fragile little level one thing that can barely kill a rat, and they hold on to it for five to ten years, and over that time it can you know, start crushing gods. That's not going to happen in this game. Uh, you're, gonna, you're much more susceptible to death here. That's the clones. Yeah. And everything, everything um, that the computer doesn't like is treasonous. Once you earn five treason stars, uh, you're like killable on sight by anybody for like extra bonus points. Ooh. Ooh. So tonight we're going to be creating characters. And we'll get to treason stars and all that stuff in a bit. But let's go ahead and start talking some about the character sheet. So at the top of each character sheet, and I'll open one so that we can discuss, you'll see. Name, security clearance, home sector, and clone number. 
these things together form what players see in their eyeball when they look at you. So every clone has something inside its head called the cerebral cortex, right? And it's a processing unit and memory. And it syncs up to their eyeball, and they get information fed to them in real time uh, through it and the cerebral cortex. So when Matt looks over, let's assume Matt's playing Bob Bob. Uh, if Matt, if someone were to look over at Matt, they would see him, and above him, they would see Bob, Bob, or Bob dash I dot dash Bob dot dash one. So you can think about what you want your player to be named. Uh, in the first mission, you'll be infrared clearance, but most of the time, this, when this game is played, you start at red. So a lot of names are built around trying to make some kind of pun out of that. So, like, for example, if I were to make a character, I might, might name him Hate. His security clearance would be R. And the home sector is usually three letters, so I could make that AID. And then one, so I'd be Haterade 1. Right? Some things to keep in mind, because creating a name for your clones is one of the first things you're going to do. And I see we already have a clobber. Or someday we'll be a clobber. Uh, yeah, that's me. So, for the first mission, everyone's security clearance is going to be I. So you can go ahead and just put that in there. And then, home sector, you can pick whatever three letters you want to complete your name there. And everyone's initial clone will be number one. Feel free to think about what you want those to be. All so, right, got it. <clears throat> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> well... What's your? All right. I guess whenever I get some ready, we can all read them out. <laughs> all right. So while we're doing this, you also pick um, appearance and gender, right? Oh yeah. And for personality, think of three adjectives that describe your character, and go ahead and type those in. They'll be important later in the creation process. Uh, where does where does that go? Is that under in description? <clears throat> uh, let me look here. Uh, yes, under description. Okay, three adjectives. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah. So in the player's handbook, they have some samples of this, and their sample for personality is helpful, loyal, and reckless. Where's so that? Just three things that, uh, in in description. Oh, in description. Yeah, three adjectives like, that describe your character. How about tall, skinny, and hairless? Uh, again, all the things you've learned about D&D. What? You play a hairless monk in your latest D&D thing, right? No, 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 no. I'm a halfling. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess some things do change. All right. All right, so... Let's just chit-chat for a little while while you guys think of those descriptions, because we'll use them after we do skills. So back to the idea of treason. So as Matt said, um, there are treason stars. You start to see those once you get above – once you get to red clearance. You can see how much treason a person has. So basically, if you do anything and the computer notices it, uh, that it considers treason, it will give you a treason star. And above your name and a person's 
heads-up display, they'll see a star above your above your name. So they can tell how many stars you have. If you get four stars, then you can be arrested, right, by any other by any other person and turned in for some points. And if you get to five treason stars, you can be killed on site for some bonus XPs. Uh, so we're going to be murdering each other. Um, that might happen. It's going to happen. So then there's also an idea of Moxie. So Moxie in this game represents your uh, basically your self-control, how in control of yourself you are. And as you encounter things, you might become a little more unsettled, right? And if you lose all of your moxie, then you become, then you lose it, right? So you'll freak out a little bit. You might have to die. It's the easiest way to get rid of it. Or uh, get some kind of sedatives. You can you can buy your way out of it with XP. There's There's ways around it. But that's generally what it is, and you'll use Moxie for some things. You can add another die to your roll. If you didn't add a die to the roll, you can choose to re-roll all your dice. And you can also use it to activate mutant powers, although I'm sure that none of you will be mutants because mutants are traitorous. And then memory. So each Cortex has a certain amount of memory, and you're able to take pictures with your eyeball and also re make recordings. So if you believe that someone's about to do something traitorous, you might send a little message to the GM that you're going to start recording and then note later what all you recorded. Right? But you can't record just all the time because you do have a limited amount of memory. And you might want some proof later when you try to make accusations against each other for being traitorous mutants. Or terrorists. Yeah, or terrorists. Or communists. Or members of any other secret society. I don't know what a secret society is, and I don't want to know. Right answer. Friend computer. <clears throat> Drink Moxie. All right, so how are we doing on the descriptions there? Uh, I've got mine ready. <clears throat> uh, mine's ready, I think. John should be ready with all the typing he's been doing. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> all right. I, I, said, I can't believe that you guys can hear that. Right, it's uh, like <clears throat> people used to complain about mine all the time, especially like my uh, when I was using the uh, the Mac that had, we actually had to click down on the smart pad get to work oh my god people will leave comments all the time bitching about my clicking like that hey like okay. that like that i don't know if you can hear it anymore though i mean i hear it it's just not overly obnoxious yeah no before it was like one of those ones you know those older macbooks where it like really goes down like clunk, clunk, you know yeah, yeah like you're stapling something yeah so anyway, I, I can go through mine first. All right, uh, my name is uh, Trait I Man One. I'm hoping my security clearance goes up to an R. That way, I'll be Traitor Man One. That's my plan. Is that still John? John. Good. Yeah, so can can, can you right. mute yourself? All right. Hang on. Hang on. Let me see if you can still hear this. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Astounding. Okay. All right. So I think I know what's going on. I think that you're typing on a keyboard. Well, I think I think the computer is picking up. Like I, I think the mic is picking up on the computer rather than through the uh, headset. Uh, I think it's computer abuse. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to switch it. If you got a headset on, you need to switch it to the headset away from the computer. Uh, that's probably what's happening. All right, I'll go next. Wait, I, hold on. I didn't get to uh, finish with my gender and description. Oh, finish. Good grief. My my gender is binary. Is that permitted? Or is yes. that traitorous? No, it's perfectly fine. The computer cares very little about um, anything that's not heterosexual because it doesn't really compute. The, uh, like homosexuality, the computer just regards it as some weird form of wrestling. Okay. So my gender is binary, and my description is helpful, dumb, and non-chatty. Okay. Excellent. I might change my name. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. I mean, you got time. Go ahead. Uh... All right, Danny, hit us. What do you got? I changed my name to Helpful. (laughs) Your name is Helpful? Helpful I-Man 1. All right. I'm uh, Hunk I-Down 1, or D-W-N. Why is it only showing Helpful? Uh, my gender is neuter, and I am friendly, loud, and happy. So your, if you want to change what displays in the right-hand side, then you would need mm-hmm. to click on the edit at the top. Uh, Next to it. So like at the top of the page, it'll say your name, helpful, with a... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Thank you. There we go. When, All right. When, what did you say there, that last part? What do you need to click and change? There's an edit button. Yours has already changed. Yeah, everybody's changed. So at at the top, next to your name, there's the edit button. You click that and change the name. Gotcha. (laughs) Who's Weenie Man? Hammer time? That's hilarious. Sorry, I'm ruining (laughs) that. Well, right now, it's going to be ham eye time for now. Yeah, that's true. The R is definitely going to help with with funnier names. Yes, because right. there's a lot of R stuff in what you want to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All so, right. for example, on your sheet there, Wiener Man, under name, it would just be Ween. And then security clearance I, Guy 1. At the top, you can leave it as Wiener Man. Oh, well, once you actually, Brandon, once you edit it at the top, it changes the name. It should down not. The, uh-huh. Down the sheet. It does. It does, it does do that. Yeah. Uh, well. Right. That's okay. We're all gonna put our names on the on the table. We can put them put them full. So yeah. All right. So John, you're you're Ween I Man One. Yes, I'm I'm Ween I Man One. I'm male, and uh, my uh, personality traits are that I'm warm, firm, and smooth. <laughs> all things I never want to associate you with. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Reminds me of those years you guys spent in Fillory. <laughs> what are you? Uh, so who are you, Bogus? Hammer time or am I time? Am I time one? What's your gender? Uh, male. You got. Uh, I didn't think of binary first, so I'm not gonna do the same thing. 
Nobody wants to be a copycat. What's your uh, What's your description? Uh, pretty much look like the guy from the Pretty Fly for a White Guy video. So That's in this no. case, you need to pick three adjectives. <laughs> oh. Um. Paying attention is definitely not one of them. Yeah, these are going to be your these are going to be your character traits. Ultimately, the things that help you role play yourself. Mm, okay. Um. So three adjectives you said, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. They come back to me. Let me put that together. I was too busy trying to find a picture <laughs> for my character. Mm -hmm. I see that. Priorities. I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, vanity is treasonous. <laughs> All right. It's eight bit. How can you be van? How can you be vain about that? Eight bit. My picture is eight bit. All right. Well, we all have character names and everything now, I guess. All right. Let's move over to doing some skills. Now, this is where we're going to get into the spirit of the game a little bit. So you'll notice on a character sheet that you all have, if you scroll down a little bit, you have violence, chutzpah, brains, and mechanics. Under those, you have some sub-skills. Mm -hmm. So for this section, we're going to take it in rounds to choose skills so that we can get some modifiers to them. So, I made note of the order that we joined the chat in, and I'm going to use that to uh, determine our left and right, because you do this based on who, if you were sitting around the table, it'd be players to your left, players to your right, right? So, starting with Danny, mm -hmm. let's uh, choose a skill. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put my name on one of these boxes then, too. Uh, sure. All right, so I'm just going to use the text tool and put it over here at the first one. Okay, um, I will choose uh, one of my friendly, loud, and happy. Um, I will to choose charm. Charm, all right, you get charm plus one. All right. So Matt, you get charm minus one. That's not, that's not. That's not fair. That's <laughs> perfectly fair. Now pick a skill that you would like to have plus one in. So my charm is minus one? Your charm is minus one. Where's charm on the chutzpah? Okay. Yep. All right. Bureaucracy. Bureaucracy. So my, my you are bureaucracy one. plus one. Yep. All right. I don't, I don't right. know how to use the text tool. I've never had to do that before. Wait, I've forgotten how. Yeah, it's, it's sad. With, it's with the drawing stuff over there. On the left hand side. Uh, yeah, I used to write stuff on the board all the time. What's wrong with me? So, John, you are bureaucracy minus one. Excellent. Pick a skill that you would like to have plus one in. Um, I feel like uh, a wiener man would be very athletic. I would have to agree. You are athletics plus one. Bogus. You're athletics minus one. All right. Pick a skill that you'd like to have plus one in. Um, breaking fingers. Breaking fingers. <laughs> Engineer. I'm good with a hammer. 
engineering plus one. All right, Danny, you are engineering minus one. Ah, good easy. <laughs> I'm not good at that. <laughs> All, right. All right. So there's only a couple of rules for continuing through the rounds that we're going to do on this. Mm -hmm. When we're in the middle of it, you guys didn't do it in this first round, so that's good. If a ability has been chosen in that round, you can't choose it again. So in this case, when Danny started with Charm and for plus one, and Matt had minus one, John or Bogus would not have been able to choose Charm for a plus one. Mm. Um, if you already ha so for the subsequent rounds now, if you already have a modifier in that skill, you can't choose it. Mm -hmm. So if now we're going to be going to plus twos. So, for example, if Matt decided he wanted to be charming, he can't choose charm for a plus two because he already has a minus one value in there. Hmm. Okay. And do we have to alternate? Like, are we just put everything in brains and mechanics and like nothing in violence? And you're welcome to do whatever, whatever you'd you like want. to do. Okay. These are your characters. So, you're how helping. many do you get to do? You're helping each other make them. So, we're <laughs> going to go from. Plus one to plus five. Oh, wow. I would, right, have, so, waited, I would have waited on bureaucracy. <laughs> Damn it. Well, the longer you wait, the, you also have the opportunity that someone else will give you a minus to it, and then you can't take it, right? So if you wanted uh, it, it was okay to take true. it then. True. All right, so for the plus two round, Matt, choose a skill you'd like to have plus two in. Um, I'll take a plus two and guns. Yeah. Guns. <laughs> All right, John, you have a gu guns minus two. All right. That's past my security clearance right now, but, yeah. So, John, pick a skill you'd like to have plus two in. I'm going to take the plus two to charm. Okay. Bogus, you are minus two to charm. Okay. Pick a skill you'd like to have plus two in. Uh, melee. Okay. Danny, you are minus two to melee. No. <laughs> pick a skill you'd like to have plus two in. Um, well, I'm going to pick guns. So at least guns has already been chosen. Boosh! I'm going to do alpha complex. Damn it! Alpha complex plus two for Danny. Minus two for me. No, yeah, it is minus two for you. I got it. All right. All right. So, so that, now it goes to uh, to John to choose next, right? That is correct. So John will be the first to choose a skill for plus three. I'm right, going to be plus three to operate. That's a good one. All right, Bogus, you are operate minus three. Pick a skill you'd like to have plus two and plus three in. Hmm. Masturbation. <laughs> Can't find that on here anywhere. I thought maybe that was what operate meant. My character never seems to be around. <laughs> <laughs> That's what operate. Meant. Let's see. Uh, program. Thing? Program. I was going to pick program. You asshole. Oh my gosh, I'm not <clears throat> shaping up to be good in the mechanics area at all. Yeah. So, Danny's program. Minus three. Pick a skill you'd like to have plus three in. Okay. Um, I'm going to pick uh, stealth. All really right. Minus you. three for stealth for me. I'm really surprised that you didn't pick guns there, considering you wanted to pick it last time. 
Yeah, I'm over it. <laughs> yep, so Matt, you are stealth minus three. Select uh, something you want to have plus three in. Uh, intimidate. Ooh, that's good. <clears throat> All right, and John, you are intimidate minus three. All right. Brandon's the, time to pick first. On to the plus four round, Bogus. Mm. Um, so I can pick guns this time, right? You can pick guns. Mm -hmm. All right, picking guns for four. All right, guns plus four for Bogus. Danny, you are guns minus four. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to choose... Um, well, I've already got charm and intimidate. I don't know if I need bluff or not. I would. I mean, I don't know. Whatever you think. I'm going to do science. For science. Minus four. Yep, science plus four. Match your science minus four. Going to go with uh, melee. Melee plus four. All right, John, you are melee minus four. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm going to choose psychology for mine. Okay. Bogus, you are psychology minus four. Just like in real life. Now we're back to Danny. <laughs> back around to Danny for the last round. Danny, select a skill you'd like to have plus five in. Throw. That's a good choice for someone who has minus two in melee and minus four in guns. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so. All right, so Matt, you are throw minus five. Yep, I'm gonna choose a uh, program. Program <laughs> plus five. All right. Actually, you know what? No, 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 okay. no. Right. Let's just go right. with the character thing I'm, th I'm accumulating so far, which is basically a fighter at this point. So we got <clears throat> intimidate, guns, melee, and like bureaucracy. So I'm gonna do demolitions. I'll blow stuff up real good. Nice. Demolitions plus yeah. five, John. You are demolitions minus five. You took my choice, you jerk. Sorry. It just made more sense with the character. Mm, let's see. And Throw's already been selected this round. It has. Uh, guys, don't count on me. Big weenie man is not good in a fight. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go plus five to my stealth. Stealth <laughs> plus five. All right, so I got a negative five. What's the way I navigate? Uh, uh, uh. Something you'd like to have plus five in. Uh, now remind me what Alpha Complex is again. Alpha knowledge Complex. Of alpha, it's knowledge of alpha, alpha Complex. complex. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Um, you know what? I'll take Alpha Complex. All right, so that brings up a, an interesting... Yes, now I realize that you already have a plus alpha two complex. in Alpha Complex. Mm -hmm. Now he's got minus three. <clears throat> Does that mean I just don't have um, a minus five? Oh, no, that means I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... The computer's going to help you out. Okay. Yeah, or do I have to choose something different? It would, be totally, assigned. It would be totally unfair to just not right, let yeah. you have a minus five. All right. 
you know, randomly. I can choose something else if that helps. I'm not no, 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 totally devoted to Alpha Complex. No, I think I think Brandon knows what he's doing. I'm gonna leave you that because you've got these. We will give you a minus five. Yeah. First health charm of complex science. We'll give you a minus five to bluff. To bluff. To bluff. So that'll come in handy. All right. So now that everyone has (coughs) plus one and a minus one, uh, every skill that did not get a plus or minus is zero. Okay. So now what you need to do to determine your violence, chutzpah, brains, and mechanics is look down the column under it and count the number of positive skills. So in the case of Danny, he has athletics zero, guns minus four, melee minus two, and throw five. So his violence will be a one because he has one positive skill. So it's not the net <laughs> positive, it's the total positive. You don't, you don't subtract for the negatives. It is the sum. It is the count of positive skills. Right, right. So not so. Yeah. yeah. So in other so, words, I have guns and melee at two and four, so my violence is two. Correct. My chutzpah is one. My brains is one, and my mechanics is one. Perfect. All right. So, has everyone calculated their attributes? Okay. So say that again. We're including the negative into the no, addition. No, no, no. It's just how many positives do you have, and that's the only the positives. Okay. Only the positives. We're not we're not subtracting for the negatives. Got it. All right. That's what I did initially, but after I heard you, I was wasn't sure. Okay. Right. So your violence is a two. My violence I, is a two. Hammer time. Violence it, should be a two because you have it, guns four and melee two. That is two positive skills. It's your gross, not your net. Oh, gotcha. Now I understand what you're talking about. Yeah, these are meant to be low numbers. They're going to determine the number of dice you roll. And so if you had okay. like nine violence, you wouldn't you'd be rolling 10, 11 dice, right? Okay. Someone on the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like. Wait, so I'm confused. Okay. On these. Uh, so for my violence score, it would just be one, right? Let me scroll down to yours. On athletics. Correct. So your violence is a one, and then on chutzpah, it's two. Yep. Okay. So I did that correct. You did that correct. Okay. So every skill yeah. that doesn't have a number next to it, you can set that to zero if you'd like. Okay. Or you can just leave them blank. It doesn't matter. Whichever you'd like to do. So now we're going to do some optimizing. Let's do it. Yeah, hold on. Meanwhile, I'm looking for my 8-bit avatar. Why are you looking for 8-bit right. So now, we're gonna, so now we, have, we have to finish the stats. So now we're going to start with Danny's numbers again. And so, Danny, you've been passing all these minus twos over to Matt. Mm-hmm. So, Matt. Yeah. Danny's numbers are violence one, chutzpah two, brains two, and mechanics zero. Mm -hmm. You may reassign those values as you see fit. 
keeping oh, the same. So you can you can move the one to mechanics. You can put two in brains or chutzpah, whatever you All want. Right. All right. Can you say those numbers again? I need to write one, them down. You have a one, two, two, zero. One, two, two, zero. All right. I'm gonna. I don't know what it. Uh, his before that. That's that's violence. Chutzpah, yep. brains, mechanics. Yes, they're in yep. order. One, two, two, zero. Okay. I'm going to give him uh, a uh, same numbers, but you can put them in any order. Right, right yeah, I know. I'm going to give him a two in mechanics. Oh my gosh. And then I'll keep the others the same. And, uh, well, where's the zero well, going? Where, yeah, where does the zero go? Oh, the zero went to brains. Uh, okay, so you swapped. <laughs> yeah, zero brains. Okay. Two, two in mechanics, and I'll leave the two in chutzpah and the one in the one in violence. Okay. So this actually this is actually a terrible thing for you, Danny. And we'll discuss when we get to calculating the node. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. All right. Mm -hmm. So now it's Matt's turn, and John. Matt's really been passing some negatives over to you, right? That's right. Yeah, so he has a two violence, a one chutzpah, a one brains, and a one mechanics. Yeah, you don't so get to be much of that. Skills, yeah, so which one of those skills would you like to move the two? Attributes would you like to move the two to? Or you can leave it where it is. Your choice. Um, I, Let's just leave it where it is. Okay. Works for me. He is not vindictive. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not going to make that big of a difference. All right. Okay, so what is Danny's right now in order? Well, you Matt's? get to change them for John, because John wants well, to give you all the negatives. Oh yeah, I'm just kind of curious where everyone's numbers are right now. I think that curiosity is treasonous. Yeah, mm. sounds like it's above your uh, above your security clearance level. Mm -hmm. mm. Taking unauthorized notes. Unauthorized <laughs> 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 notes. <laughs> all right. So for John, we have a one violence, a two hutzpah, mm -hmm. a one brains, and a one mechanics. So, so where would you like to put his two? Mm. I'm going to switch his uh, hutzpah and brains. Hutzpah and brains, okay. What, was, what has been eating? Oh, can you hear him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny. I'm sorry. I don't know. You gotta turn your mic sensitivity down. It's pretty hilarious. I have no idea what he's talking about. So, did you switch your husband brains? Oh, I need to do that. All is right. That, yeah, man. Like I'm totally eating something, something like that. <laughs> funny. And then Danny for Bogus, we have a two violence, zero hutzpah, one brains, and two mechanics. <laughs> All right. Um, I will give him a zero violence, a two chutzpah, a two brains, and a one mechanics. All right. Hold on. Say that again. Zero two two one. Across okay. <laughs> you just switched them all. Okay. I did. I did. I did do that. Matt, Matt yes. destroyed me. <laughs> you projected on me. Yeah, about it to him. <laughs> yeah. So, so where John was not vindictive at all, Danny just took it to eleven. 
All right, so I, now I, we can do some optimizing. I was pretty much an asshole, too. Yeah, not to me. <laughs> so I, mean, I, I would have been it. It didn't matter who it was. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, hammer time. Have you finished picking your adjectives there? We're going to need them in a moment. Uh, well, now I got to switch them. No. No, no, no. Whatever, whatever they were before, they still apply. You guys like my avatar? They're, they're to help you understand your personality and role play. Okay. All right, so let's do some optimizing. So you start the game with eight moxie points and six clones. All right. You can spend up to five of your moxie points to raise your skills. One moxie mm. point per skill point. Mm. If you decide to do that, you lower your maximum moxie by the number that you spend. So you start with eight max, right? Mm. If you spend five, you only have three <coughs> maximum moxie. Oh. Okay, start over with that, Brandon. I did not hear the first couple seconds. You blocked out on me. Say it okay. one more time. So each player, or each character, mm -hmm. starts with eight moxie points and six clones. Okay? You can spend up to five of your moxie points to raise your skills, one moxie per skill. Okay. If you do this, you permanently reduce your maximum moxie by the number that you spend. Okay. Okay? You can uh, burn up to five clones to raise your stats. One clone per stat point. So, if any of you would like to do those things, say so now. Uh, before, before I decide whether or not to do any of those, you were talking about how that mechanics do destroyed my node score. Why is that? Oh no, I was saying that it wasn't bad for you because of calculating the node. All right, so we'll get into a little bit of game mechanics so you guys can understand a little bit about what these numbers mean before you start trying to spin this stuff, right? So the node is the number of dice that you roll. And each time that and it's always going to be a combination of an attribute and a skill. They don't have to be in the same column. So if you can make a reasonable argument for wanting to use violence and demolitions to accomplish something, then you would take your violence number, add your demolitions number, and the sum of those is going to be the number of dice that you roll. Mm. So if you had a so if you had a one violence and a five demolitions, you would roll six yeah. dice plus the computer dice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so each five and six on those things is a success. So the reason I was saying him moving your two to mechanics was actually good for you is because you have demolitions there, which is your ability to operate explosives, and operate, which both have zeros. So right. now if you decided to use mechanics with anything else, you get a bonus of two to it where you had zero before. Right. Right. But if you look at your brain skills... Your science is four, and your alpha mm -hmm. complex is two. Those are already pretty high, so putting the zero over there didn't really hurt you. Oh. Well, it so what happens, what happens if I do mechanics program? I feel like I didn't understand this well enough. So, all right, negative numbers. So you still calculate the number of dice the same way. You only use the absolute value for the number. So if, in, this, in Danny's example here, he has mechanics two and program minus three. So he would roll five dice. It'd be two plus the absolute value of minus three. Right? But any number that is not a success subtracts from his number of successes. So if he rolls a, let's just say an even distribution from two to six, two, three, four, five, six, right? He had two successes, but he had two, three, and four, which were not successes. So he has minus one success. 
So is that because the, is that because because you were your the number the skills that you chose mm-hmm. had at least one negative value? Uh, okay, so if there's an, you don't add them together. So it's not like two minus three is minus one. Then. Correct. You were, it's two plus absolute absolute well. The attributes are always zero or positive, right? Yeah. So it's it's attribute plus absolute value off skill. Okay. To and determine the those... number of dice, and then if you, so, you if if the skill is negative, it makes it yeah. sorry, sorry. Picture. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and then if you had a negative number in your skill that you chose or that was chosen for you, then anything that is not a success takes away from your successes. Gotcha. Right, so, for instance, throw, I would roll seven dice. So let me pull up your sheet. Violence 2 plus throw 5. Yes, but since your throw is a negative 5, right. anything that was not a success is going to take away. Right. So, so I mean, just... I would have to... I, I get more... I mean, it's kind of weird because you get more chances at success. Mm-hmm. But if you don't succeed, it can if hurt you. If you don't more. succeed, it, 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 it takes away. Yes. So having a, a large negative is almost not terrible. Well, you got a sixty-six percent chance to fail on every die, though. Yeah, but it's like, what's better though? Like a two and a zero. And yeah. I guess you t- you have a thirty-three percent chance with a two and a zero to get a single success, right? Yeah. Right, and all you need is one success. Oh no! So there's yes. how difficult the task is that sets the threshold for the number of successes you need to succeed. Was this game designed by a mathematician? It's actually not that complicated. Someone who hates lawyers? You you or... won't see half of these numbers. <laughs> All right. So All you need spend... to know as a player is how to calculate your node. So we can spend Moxie to raise our skills. And you may spend, yes, Moxie to raise your skills. One, But, but Moxie, Moxie per... is like basically when you run a Moxie, you're going to be a traitor. Like you're gonna do treacherous shit once you run out. Uh, maybe not. You just kind of maybe lose your grip on reality a little bit, freak out, have a panic attack. You know those kinds of things. <laughs> Frank Computer's not gonna like you having a panic attack. Well, I, I didn't say he was gonna like it at all, but that's what happens to you. You might not die from it. Might not. I feel like I feel like you're just trying to coerce <laughs> me and use moxie points. <laughs> <laughs> you are free to do whatever you would like, citizen. Hmm. All right. I'm going to spend two Moxie. Uh, one to bump my charm up by one because I'm so friendly and happy. And one, two. Can, can I increase my throw beyond five? You wouldn't be able to. Well, let, me, let me go to your sheet. Oh, because you have a throw five. Hmm. Can I increase it to six? <laughs> or is five the maximum? <laughs> if we're spending him, do we need to go ahead and click the check marks? He wants to be bullseye for some reason. It doesn't say anything about not being able to raise. So you, I don't see any reason you can't. All right. I'm going to have a throw of six. Okay. All right. So I'm spending the two. I'm going to mark that on my sheet somewhere that I spent two moxie. <clears throat> All right. Anybody yeah, else gonna? 
it explicitly spend. says in the player's handbook you can spend moxie to raise any skill any amount including yeah. negative ones as long as you don't spend more than five moxie in total oh wait or raise a skill above five so no you can't no no uh, well i'll take the charm and then I'll, I'll figure something else out anybody else gonna spend any or any clones yeah i don't spend yeah. one moxie on science I'm going to spend two Moxie just to bring my um, Alpha Complex up to a zero. All right, so Matt's going to use two Moxie. And Bogus, you said you wanted to use one? Yeah, one on Science. Um, gosh, I'm trying to figure out. You know what? I'm going to spend one on Intimidate. So you're going to spend two total? Yeah. Does anybody have Operate? I've got Operate. Uh, I got a negative three for it. Yeah, John has plus three. Okay. I think, um, I think I'm going to spend two Moxie to bring my guns up to zero. Hey, that's a <laughs> decent idea, right? Hey, the zombies look good, John. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no, I'm just going to bring my charm up two points. That's what I'm going to do. They all look like they're right. doing the thriller dance. So, so you all decided to use two Moxie, and so all of you will have a maximum of six. <coughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah, sure. Yes. <laughs> it's all good. It's just a thriller. Thriller. All right. Brian, I think I'm going to use one clone to bring my violence up one. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Wait, did... When did that rule get explained? That Have was always Ed. That I said it right after the Moxie. You can burn up to five clones to raise your stats. One clone per stat point. Oh Lord, I'm not doing that. Mm. That's crazy. <laughs> that was violent. <laughs> All right, so so Bogus, you need to change your character name to Hammer Time Two. Okay. Ham I Time, by the way. Ham I Time Two. Uh. Wow. Wow. Just, 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 I mean, you just took a life. Yeah. I mean, you literally just killed someone. He thought that. Okay, let's, was, let's really get into like someone. It's a clone. Is it really someone? He, um, he valued that one violence more than his own life. <laughs> I mean, That's I, a pretty I mean, violent way of thinking about it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, violence was the fitting thing to sacrifice it to. That's for sure. I'm, All right, I'm tempted so, to stab a clone now to get my, my brains to go up by one, but I'm not going Oh, to. my goodness. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm good. Wow. I'm not gonna you good that. or are you going to do that? I'm not going to do it. I'm going to keep my you clones. Oh, you think you might need those? Back. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to need five of them tonight, probably. Okay. Has everyone got their adjectives? Yes. Yeah. I think so. All right. So now we're going to do some redefining. So those mm -hmm. three adjectives. Mm -hmm. And the player on your left. All right, so let's start with Danny. Okay. So, Matt. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not about you yet, Matt. It's Danny's, about Danny. It's about Danny. So, Danny's adjectives are friendly, loud, and happy. You can choose to flip any one of those to its opposite. 
one of you right. any one of them. I'll flip I flip loud to quiet. All right. Well, not the role play at all. <laughs> yeah, now he just has, now he gets to sit there quietly. No, I'm role playing well. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm friendly, like quiet, I and happy. him on the other thing, so I, I wasn't going to be so mean that time. Oh, all right. So, John, Matt is helpful, dumb, and non-chatty. You may flip <laughs> any one of those to its opposite. You can make me oh. smart. Um, I've role played with you enough to know that non-chatty is not how you roll. Let's let's flip that to chatty. <laughs> All, right. All right, chatty. All right, helpful dumb and chatty. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Bogus. John has warm, firm, and smooth. Oh my god! Oh yeah. <laughs> warm, firm, and smooth. <laughs> What is the opposite of firm going to be? Soft. Flaccid. Oh. Floppy. Flaccid. Oh, why did you have to say that? Why? why did you have to make sure there's a record of you saying that? Oh my god, I'm so nauseated right now. Oh, damn. I hate being a visual thinker. Oh. We're going to take smooth to abrasive. Okay. All right. I, mean, I would have gone with Harry, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to change it to awkward. Yeah, smooth to awkward. Oh, there you go. That's good, man. All right, Danny. So for Bogus, we have handy, blunt, and distracted. Handy, blunt, and distracted. I don't even know what that. What is the opposite of blunt? Uh, tactful. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's no fun. <laughs> so Butterfingers. Change handy to Butterfingers. Uh, yeah. Um, well, Butterfingers. Butterfingers. Okay. Yeah, Butterfingers. I guess that's a good one. <laughs> Clumsy? No. Butterfingers is just better. Just Butterfingers, okay. bro. Butterfingers. Delicious. Go with Scott. All right, so there's each of your characters. All right. Isn't that exciting? Oh, we're not going to get fucked with anymore? <laughs> Don't you mean you're not going to receive any more help in creating your character? I mean, I, I just think it's funny that the, I mean, the game sets you up from the start to understand how things are going to be. You like have all just, helped each just, other so much. You're going to get fucked with the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That seems to what this entire game is built around. <laughs> Just you making all, your your friends' lives miserable. You all came into this with a certain expectation of yourself, and your friends just helped you realize your true self. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty awesome. <laughs> all right, so let's discuss some things. Now I like... feel like I live in communist Russia. Did you say communist? <laughs> oh, shit, man. That's traitorous. <laughs> Are you comparing off complex to a communist locale? Jesus. I don't know. Is it insulted or oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. complimented? I mean, communist it's, it's terrorists. Computers. All bad. All right. So when we play our first mission, uh, the missions pack that came with this edition of the game. So this edition of the game, for anyone who doesn't know, was kickstarted a few years ago. I think it was actually released in 2017. Um. 
the box set came with the player's handbook, the GM guide, and a missions book. So the missions book is designed in a way that it introduces you to the game, right? So we're going to play through those so that everyone gets an idea, kind of knowing only what you have to know as you need to know it. And so that's the reason instead of starting at red as a troubleshooter, you start at infrared. Um, you will start with no equipment except for what you get when we start the mission. Um, and you have no XP points. So XP points is the currency, more or less. And you can buy things with them, including upgrades to your security clearance. So security clearance in Alpha Complex is based on the rainbow, right? It's the, the colors of the visible light scale. So you all start at infrared, which is basically invisible, and so that's denoted with black. So you will, you're, when you dress, you are mostly going to be wearing black. You'll be in sections of the building that are painted black. You will be touching things that are black. Like that's that's just how it works. Those things have been cleared for your for your security clearance, and so that's the reason they are that color. When you go to the next level, which is red, um, you'll get red clothes. You'll be able to go down corridors that are painted red, etc. Right, and so it progresses all the way up the scale. RG RG Biv. And then when you get above uh, violet, you have ultraviolet, which is symbolized by white. So ultraviolet are the high programmers, right? And those are the only people who have the ability to access and reprogram the computer legally. And they're revered in Alpha Complex. So you can spend your XP points. There's a, a scale. For going up so like from going from infrared to red is 500 xp right and from red to orange is a thousand xp so do you start over every time or do you build from your 500 to a thousand you would build from <laughs> 500 to a thousand and from 1000 to 2000 okay right? That's but, like you don't have, you don't have to trade them in and lose them back to zero to get the Okay, you do you. not. But there are other things that you can purchase with your XP. So remember I said before that if you lose all your moxie, you kind of lose it. Right. So, you can buy moxie? So for 50 XP, you can buy your way out of being having lost it, basically. And the GM will decide a way that you kind of bring yourself back to reality. You can also buy equipment. And there's an equipment. There's an equipment list. Uh, so there's all kinds of things that you can buy with your XP. It is not just your ability to get to the next security clearance. It's also your ability to get anything in the game. So when you spend that 50 XP to get yourself out of your freak out, where does that take your moxie to? One. Takes it back to one? Okay. Mm -hmm. Per So if you wanted to go to two moxie, you'd spend 100 XP. 100 XP. Gotcha. So potentially you could spend above the amount of XP that I, Moxie, are six, is six always going to be my max Moxie or could I spend enough XP to get past that? It is your maximum, although you can increase your maximum. We'll discuss it if it ever becomes important. Okay. All right. So your clone number obviously shows what clone you're on. You're all one except for Bogus, Madman, who decided to start it too. Mm-hmm. No, so, I made a sacrifice. Loyalty. Well, yeah. So this is the traded the 
Trader Stars. So in much the same Treason Stars. So in much the same way that your security clearance kind of shows how much the computer trusts you. As you go up ranks, the computer trusts you more and more, and that's the reason that ultraviolet are the only ones that have the ability to access the computer legally. The computer trusts them that much. Yeah. Um, but the same is true of the loyalty rating. So if if the computer is monitoring all of Alpha Complex all the time, but that is a huge amount of data. So while it catalogs all this data, it doesn't scan it all. It doesn't notice everything. But if it does catch you doing something treasonous, then it will give you a treason star. And we've discussed already what those do. But that is another scale for the computer keeping an eye on you. So then there are also several secret societies that are at play in Alpha Complex. And some people, some traitors, happen to also have mutant powers. Now, luckily, you're all loyal citizens. And none of you are members of secret societies or have mutant powers. Man, that was worried. Yeah, that was scary for a minute there. All right, so we talked about the node. And so sometimes over the course of a mission, I might give you a, a, some things to combine. I might say, okay, Danny, give me a violence plus athletics mm -hmm. to do something. And so then regardless of what his skills are, he's going to calculate the node based on those two skills, roll that number of dice, and we'll determine successes, right? In other cases, if there's mm -hmm. something you want to do that you think would be cool, you can say, I want to do this thing. And then I will either tell you what I think that would require or give you the option of trying to convince me how these skills that you have plus five and plus two in are what you should be using. If you entertain me enough with that, then I might just let you do it. Right. Gotcha. So there's always the notion of combining your um, skills to accomplish what you want to do. Let's see. We have covered negative nodes. We have covered stats and skills. The computer dice. All right, so every time that you roll your node, you will also roll the computer dice. And all the computer dice does is tell you if the computer takes notice of what you've done. So you can all see in the chat window some of the results that I, when I was doing some testing, right? So there's a Bob Bob one does a test up there with zero successes and a weird symbol. That is the computer's eye. So when you're rolling your node, if you see that symbol, the computer's going to notice what you've done. Oh, I may decide to talk to you about it. <laughs> Great. That's going to be wonderful and super helpful. Oh, yes, yes, of course. I'm really excited um, about it. One of the features of your... Uh, cerebral cortex is that you're able to communicate with the computer at any time by sub-vocalizing, right? So you can say things to the computer that only the computer can hear you say, which we will denote in the game by doing direct messages. Gotcha. So we can whisper in uh, Roll20. <clears throat> Correct. All right. We've discussed using Moxie and freaking out. And how to calm down. All right. Let's talk a little bit about combat. I uh, just want you guys to be yeah. aware of some of this before we get to it. Uh, <laughs> even though the, the mission is going to be laid out in a way that we will cover this. But just so you have a jump start on it. Because we've only been going for an hour and 
well, almost an hour, I guess. So we'll cover some of this now so we don't have to just cover it in the next session when we'll probably need two or two and a half hours to play that first mission. Gotcha. So let me deal you off some cards. Players. That's what I want. All right. So in this case, I've dealt four cards to everyone. So if you look at your cards, these are action cards. So you'll see that they have action order and a number. Some of them do. So look at, look at all your cards. You'll have some combination of these things. Action order and a number. Or to the right of where the action order would be, it'll have like an arrow. Mm -hmm. All right? Action order tells you at what point in the initiative that you get to act. And the arrow means that the skill is an interrupt. Okay? Some cards have both. So what's going to happen when we start combat is I will count up to five. So and in, in way that in this way, one paranoia, two paranoia, three paranoia, four paranoia, five paranoia. During that, you will place a card on the table. Okay, when I reach five paranoia, if you have not placed a card on the table, you don't get to act in that round. All right. So once we've done the one through five paranoia, then you will get to. We'll start at 10, and I'll start counting our way down. 10, 9, 8. When I reach your initiative order, or what you want to claim is your initiative, or your action order, then you will speak up and say, I, it's my turn. I get to do something. When you claim to have initiative, let's say that Danny said, I'm going to act on 10. And I said 10. He said, me, me, me. You can choose to believe him or not, right? And if you say, there's no way you have a 10, I'm going to call you on that. Then he has to reveal his card. And if he has action order 10, then you don't get to act in that turn. If, you, if he does have – if he does not have action order 10, then you act in his place at 10. And then again when it's your, when it's your action. So if you call someone and catch them, you'll get to act twice in the round. But if you fail, you don't get to act at all. Gotcha. All right. So we can lie about it anytime we want to. It's just whether or not somebody says something. You certainly can. And your card does not have to have an action order on it at all. You could lay a card down that just has the reaction symbol, claim to be an initiative, and if you get to act at that point, you don't have to use the card you put down. You only put it down there for determining where you act. So when it's your turn, if you want to pick that card up and make a basic action at that initiative, you can do that. So if you just want to shoot your pistol, if when you eventually get one, then you wouldn't actually use your action card, right? You just pick your card up and say, "I'm going to shoot my pistol at this dude," and then you determine your node, roll, etc. So the other thing about calling out people, I think they lose their card. Oh, yes. Yeah. So when we use cards, they're gone. And if we're out of cards, then we can't even act in a turn. You can't right? act at all. That is correct. Oh, my God. So. 
How do we get more cards? When your friendly game master decides to hand out more cards, I think. Yeah, which usually happens before the next combat. So if you run out of cards during a combat, then you um, will just not be able to act again in that combat. Hmm. So that means if I call Matt out every single time, and he buffs every single time after four rounds, he's done. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. But for helping so, each other, why would you want to call each other out every single time? I mean, I wouldn't do that until you, you know, you were obviously a traitor and I needed to stop you. Right. One second. Look at it. Somewhat obvious already. Uh... <laughs> All right, so profile picture. Once per round, each player can challenge one other player's claimed action order number. The challenge player flips the card to show if they were telling the truth or not. If the action order number on the card matches or is higher than the last number GM called, the challenger loses. They must discard one action card. If the action order numbers don't match, the challenger wins. They immediately get to act, meaning they can act twice this round. The failed bluffer discards their card and takes a basic action last in the round. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So they do get to act. They'll lose their card, but they still get to act, but it can only be a basic action. Oh, and um, we set these cards up, so if you guys, if you drag one out and put it, that's what those little rectangles are for. If you put one in your rectangle, it'll be face down when it goes on the table, so you don't have to worry about anybody seeing it. Right. Just like that. So I'm going to put this down and show you here. If I just drop this on the table, right, she's face down. So now yeah, I can like flip this. Yeah, so now when I, when I flip this over, if I wanted to use this card, like I wasn't going to take a basic action, I would flip this over. And do what it says, right? So in this case, I've got a plan. Improvise. And let me see if I can make this bigger. Let me pick it back up. All right. I've got a plan. Improvise. Of course, you have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what I'm doing. Declare your action, but before you roll, draw a card from the action deck and add its effects to what you're doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> right? So the de so I would deal you another card, or if you had played that, I would deal you another card, you'd play it face up and add it to your action. So whenever you're doing these things, you need to be ready to role play whatever your thing is. So for example, if I play a gun in the right place, then I would need to be able to just, to role play where I found this gun in the right place and how I plan to use it in my action. And if my description is balls, then I might get bonus dice awarded to me to my node. Got it. All right, so then you have the arrow. So let's say that Danny acts on action 10 and flips over a card and wants to play it, right? You know, nobody called him on his bluff. He's just going to do his thing. He decides he wants to play the action card. And it was a gun in the right place, right? Now, if any of you have an interrupt card, after he's described his thing, you can play your interrupt. So if you had, like, something horrible happens, you could play it and then describe the horrible thing that happens, and it might 
kill him. <laughs> Just as an example. <laughs> you know? Or it might cause, if he was trying to shoot Matt, and Matt played something to redirect the shot, then he might get to choose a new target. And so he ducked out of the way, and it actually it shot Bogus instead. Oh my gosh! <laughs> right, nice. Okay. okay, so he kills Bogus, and then I say he's a traitor because he killed Bogus, and I try to kill him, and then John kills both of us. Yes, exactly. Okay, got it. Weenie Man would never do such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, so in addition to but, but Weener Man might. We'll find out. Go ahead and just recall all those because that's basically actions. Let's talk about equipment. Yes, all these things are cards. There's a bunch of different decks of cards in this game. All right. So if I have the sniper rifle. Like you do. Like I do. And I wanted to use this. Then I would put this card down when I'm choosing my action. Right? So in one paranoia, two paranoia phase, I would put this down. And the action order in this case would be my violence score plus four. Right? Uh So that's the action order for it. So if I had a four violence, like I had all positive skills and violence, this would be an eight action order. Gotcha. All right. Uh, In addition to that, they all have levels. So this is a level two. And you add the level to the dice on your node. So if I were going to shoot this, and I had a guns three, violence one, right? So that gets me to four. I would have a, a node of six because this is a level two weapon that I'm shooting. Gotcha. Node is the most important. Uh, Role playing and completing your objective and not being a traitor, those are the most important. I was talking about for rolling purposes, purely. Because role-playing is for chumps. Or chimps. What? Why is someone trying to steal my card? I don't know. <laughs> no way. It's probably Danny. No, it's not me. I just thought that was, that was a good time. Ah, so if you decide to use the bonus dice, then it destroys the item. So you also have to destroy how, describe how the item gets destroyed. Oh, really? If you use the the level, the bonus dice from the level, it destroys it? Yeah. So you'd use it and then discard it. But you need to describe the... But when you're role-playing out, describing what's happening to you or what you're doing, you need to describe that as part of it also. Hmm. And you can still do all the same stuff you could with an action card. You can put it out there and bluff or not bluff. But if you bluff you're gonna, and you fail, you're going to lose it. Hmm. Right. Um, 
and you can also put it out there. So like in my example where I had eight action order, when it gets to eight, I can still pick that up and do a basic action. Gotcha. Yeah, because you never have to actually use that card that you put down. Correct. Okay. All right. That'll make sense. Should we do a sample round of combat or, or sample anything, or is that good enough? No, the the first missions, like I said, it's really set up to try to teach you the game while you're okay. playing. This is just to answer some early questions. Gotcha. All right. And then once we find out uh, Bogus is a mutant, if he doesn't self-report, then we just shoot him. If you can convince, so you don't just run around shooting people. You need to report why you think he's a mutant to the computer. Okay. Because if you're just shooting loyal people without proof that they're traitors, then that makes you a traitor. Right. But if I have a little bit of proof and I shoot him before he can prove that my proof isn't that good, then I'm okay. Perhaps. <laughs> okay. It depends on the role play. Gotcha. All right. Depends on what Frank Computer thinks about what you did. Right. I was using Bogus for a for instance. Obviously, he's not a. Mutant. Oh, obviously, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's I why I used him because there's no ill will there for all the. In the group. Yeah, there's no ill ill will there at all for all the minuses he passed you during character creation, is there? No, yeah, no forgotten all no. about it. Yeah. Hmm. Hot brown drink under the bridge. Yes. Well, what now? So in Alpha Complex, the food that you eat is hot fun and cold fun. Uh, it just sounded like Danny just was looking forward to something hot and brown. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're getting there. There's a bouncy bubble be- bu- bouncy bubble beverage, right? And that's the soda, pretty much. And then there's hot brown drink. Which is coffee. Mm. Or tea. I guess you have to guess which one it is when you're getting it. Or <laughs> boiled bourbon. Ooh. Ooh. Everybody hot loves hot. their bourbon boiled. Or a hot toddy. Fair enough. Won't even need those happy pills at that point. That's not a treasonous. <laughs> no, happiness is mandatory. And so the computer would distribute you happy time pills every day. In fact, yeah. most um, infrareds are so drugged out of their minds, they don't really know what's going on. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about it's only that. by complete happenstance that any of them ever get promoted to red. Hmm. It's not, uh, you say complete happenstance. I say uh, Frank Computer's obviously brilliant plan. <laughs> <laughs> it's obviously a, yeah, a sophisticated algorithm. Yeah. Will be out on our, our ability to understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything else we need to know, or you think we're good there? So the only other thing to know is how wounds. So if you look down your character sheet, you have a wound section. Mm-hmm. So there's different ways that you're going to take damage, right? So if I tell you to take a level of damage and you were unwounded, you would just put yourself at hurt, gotcha. right? If you were hurt and I told you to take a level of damage, you would go to injured. Same for maimed and ultimately dead, right? 
If I tell you instead that you are injured, then if you were if you were completely undamaged, you would go ahead and click both hurt and injured. Mm -hmm. Right. So it is possible to jump from nothing to dead, nothing to maimed, or to progress it up at like a track, depending on how you're taking the damage. Gotcha. Does uh, does being hurt, injured, or maimed affect the way uh, our skills work? It has a huge impact on how your skills work, and I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> if you're dead, you can't use skills at all. Oh. Yeah. If you're hurt, then your node is at minus one. If you're mm. injured, your node's at minus two. And if you're maimed, your node's at minus three. Okay. So you'd have to have a... a so here's the other thing. You always roll at least one dice. So mm -hmm. if your node was a three and you were maimed, you would technically have a node of zero, but you would still roll one dice and then okay. clear dice. All right. Gotcha. Gotcha. And we can be healed by just like uh, shooting each other with hill darts or something, right? There are medical kits that you can purchase with XP. Oh. And Yay. use those to heal levels of damage. Hey. Gotcha. But if somebody's maimed, it's probably easier just to finish them off. Well, I mean, especially if they're some traitorous mutant scum, right? <laughs> I was just thinking if everybody was low on XP, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you really, really are mad at Bogus for all the minuses he gave you during character creation, mm -hmm. and he gets maimed but doesn't have enough XP to heal himself, then you might, uh, you know, help him, help carry him to the next mission location and help him keep hobbling along in that maimed condition for as long as possible, right? Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> or if I was pulling my anonymous, uh, we could just uh, beat him over the head with sticks until. Hammer time three shows up. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Wait until a version you like pops up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Apparently, when you when you respawn, all is forgiven. Yeah. Yet the sins of the previous clone do not carry over to the new clone. That's why Even I if you manage to prove that helpful was a traitor and a mutant, his new clone is neither. That's right. Is that why their lungs are full of devenge too, or is that different? Yes. So each new spawned clone is full of devenge. And so devenge makes them not want to get revenge on the people who just killed them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Uh... All right. So next time when we go through that adventure, it's going to be uh, basically teaching all of us how to play and uh, uh, teaching probably whoever listens how to play as well. Yeah. All right. Well, that sounds uh, fun. I'm, I'm, I feel friendly, quiet, and happy about the whole thing, to be honest. I, smell, I feel smooth. No, wait, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel helpful, dumb, and chatty. That's pretty much me to a T. Oh my I'm just gonna be playing myself. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, I feel like that helpful and dumb are gonna work together in, in wonderful ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
could very well do it. All, All right. right. Well, if that's everything we got, um, uh, next week we'll be starting our actual playing of Paranoia. So if you want to we'll witness the bloodbath, because it sounds like it's going to be pretty serious pretty quick, <laughs> just come back here and listen. We're probably going to be killing each other. That, that does not sound right. That sounds, that sounds treasonous. That sounds a little treasonous, doesn't it? He's already <laughs> planning to kill you all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, yeah, if that's it, Brandon, we'll, uh, we'll have Craig come over here and press the stop recording button. All right. All right. Hey, bye, Craig. See you, Craig.